Eli James is a health coach and trainer whose work is geared towards educating and empowering people to get excited about movement in their daily lives. You may have seen him on Rachel Ray giving amazing advice, but you've most likely seen his countless inspirational videos on Instagram at Eli.James, where Coach Eli puts his heart and soul into giving small bits of priceless practical wisdom that you can incorporate into each and every day to get you feeling and moving better. He makes a point of celebrating bodies in every stage of life so that anyone can feel their best. So we started by asking where it all started for him. Health is harmony. When you're aligned to everything you believe in is when you feel that harmony and you feel peace. Trying to get to the root cause of things. That is just so much to learn. Can you be present in those moments in your life that mean the most? Because health, it's personal. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, by the way. This is, uh, this is incredible. I love, I love what you're doing. Um, and it's an honor really to be here. So, uh, yeah, my name is Eli, uh, coach Eli on the social medias. And it started for me, uh, around 16, 17, when I injured my back in high school, I was on the drum line. I'm actually a musician and you know, I was maybe a buck 25 soaking wet at 16 skinny guy, (laughs) uh, naturally caved in feet or or ankles, right? Uh, Knock knees, you know, shoulders rounded forward. Uh, I could have blamed the genetics, right? But, um, and I, maybe I did at the time I hurt my back basically. And so I went to a physical therapist office at 16, 17, and that was my first introduction into the process of healing your body through your own will. And I was fascinated with Hmm. it. Like I can do this thing to get this other type of result. And it was empowering. Uh, and the trips to the rehab facility were great. You know, they helped and it's what I needed, but it wasn't enough. You know, I would go to right. the rehab facility and then what was I doing the rest of the time? Well, I was kind of sitting on the couch, you know, I was waiting around. Right. And it wasn't until I really started to take a proactive approach. Um, and well, like I said, I fell in love with movement and I started my dad bought me a gym membership. I started working out and I, I loved it so much. I started school to become a physical therapist. 1920 was going to school and I pursued personal training full time as my job, right? In Los Angeles, California. So full time personal training, going to school for physical therapy, studying anatomy. And I'll tell you, it was a lot of trial and error for me, you know, like the gym, sometimes it exacerbated my issues, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, It's, it's, you got to be careful going in there. But really, what started for me was the process of that injury introducing me to rehab and then falling in love with it, going to school and actually leaving school because I realized I just wanted to work with real people already. So I worked all day and night in a gym in Santa Monica, California, training people from all walks of life, standing next to an 83 year old while he was on the stationary bike, training a 14 year old, right? So all these people Mm -hmm. gave me that real world experience. And I learned something. These people are getting great results in the gym, but they're going back home to their office or they're going back home into the traffic. Like I was in LA and we were sitting (laughs) sitting the rest of our day. It didn't really make too much sense. I'm sure we're going to get more into that, but Mm -hmm. basically I just fell in love with working with real everyday people and I pursue personal training and now I do online coaching full full time because I kind of want to like live nomadically. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) 
that makes it more accessible for people too if you're online. <laughs> yeah, I love that you gained that passion when you were so young and that it's evolved over time. Um, I actually had an idea for your next um, venture, which is um, movement in the car <laughs> when people are doing their commutes. Can you imagine people just stretching while they're going 65 miles an hour? Well, in your case, like five miles an hour. But <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a video recently. I talked about if you're sitting in a car for long hours, what to do for your body and simply contracting uh, your glutes, really, because you're sitting a lot. Those muscles become dormant on most just contract them. I said, do it a thousand times in your, in your drive over and you're, you'll start to feel burned down there. And it's actually very important to be able to actively contract certain areas of your body. And so I always, any, any environment, I try to help people with my content overcome, uh, for their body. So you're right on the money. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. Well, you're like, I already thought of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do Very love like cool. um, on the big flights, they have a lot of movement and, and stuff for your legs, especially on the, you know, if you have the entertainment system on your t- seat and all that good stuff, which I really liked seeing because those long flights can be really bad for you too. Yes, yes, absolutely. You're nailing it. And I know. I always wish they would have um, treadmills instead of seats. Yeah. <laughs> That's we could power the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Flintstones. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's really cool, though. I loved um, everything you just said was really already inspiring. It was really cool to see that, you know, you took that that moment of really, you know, a lot of distress for yourself personally, and you kind of turned that into something powerful that you've kind of used to give to others. Uh, But, you know, with when it comes to physical therapy, or even just going to the gym, there are so many like misconceptions and misunderstandings or fear related to those things. Um, so I just wanted to ask really quick, um, what did you go through when, in terms of that? Or if you've seen others who have been a little worried to go to physical therapy or the gym? Right. No, no. But still, you know, it's, it's the intention behind what we're doing, right? You know, say, similar intention to do something beneficial or improve something about our body. It's why we want to go to the gym or it's why we want to go to physical therapy. Um, and it leads me back to the point I was making about my clients that I was serving and myself at the time, I realized, sure, I'm going to this facility but it's like a facility, like a box created for a specific outcome. Mm-hmm. And then we leave that place and we go live the rest of our life as if the rest of our life isn't fitness. When you start to make this change in, the, in your perception and realize you are a human being and as a human being, the only way to survive and live and thrive is through movement. Everything is movement. Healing an injury is movement. Growing a bone is movement. Digestion is movement. Looking around the room is movement. So why are we putting fitness in a box at a gym? And this is where I had my breakthrough for me personally with my back pain was, and a lot of the clients I serve, you see, we use the gym uh, and we get a great workout in. Yes, of course. But the rest of the day, sitting in LA traffic, I was an actor. So I was sitting in the audition room waiting Mm. for go in the room, right? Uh, Going to school full time, sitting down in a chair, Uh, my clients working in an office all day, using just 30 minutes to move and the rest of the day. What are you doing? You're sitting or you're stressed. You're staring at a screen. So when I started to make this connection that some of the healthiest and longest lived people in the world, super centenarians, right? They have a trait in common. They actually don't have gyms. They simply move throughout their day. Mm-hmm. Farmers move throughout their day in great shape, right? Mm-hmm. These people are community oriented and they tend to walk a lot of places. So I was like, hmm, 
there's a reason why there's a million diet books. There's a reason why there's a million gyms offering different programs. And there's a reason why most people can't seem to just get, get it with their fitness and health, right? They're in and out of shape. And these are the types of clients that I train and work with people that just have been maybe in a negative mental image of what it is actually like to be fit and healthy. You know, it's not about the magazine cover beach body. That's not fitness and health. Those people get paid to mm-hmm. be fit. Heck, I get paid to be fit. My clients do not get paid to be fit. Okay. They're real people. So there's some disconnect happening, right? So how can I take this idea of the longest lived people who are happy and healthy and apply that to the general population? And we can do that by simply standing up next to our desk and doing something intentional for our body. And there's studies, you know, you, 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 uh, put in 30 minutes of walking, you actually add years to your life. Right. And so how can we take this simple concept? And it's what helped me go from chronic low back pain because I was going to the gym. I thought I was doing all the right things. Why was I still in pain? I was training my clients. Were they getting good results? Yeah. But you know, they would be gone in five months. Right. And then they come back to me in three months. They couldn't stay consistent. So I said, Hey, put a band next to your desk, get up every 30 minutes. Or for myself, I started walking before the, for four sitting down at my desk at school. For example, I walked around the campus any way mm-hmm. I could. I added some movement. I'm the maniac on the plane in the back. That's doing some movement for his posture. And everyone's looking <laughs> at him, right? I'm in the corner of the airport jumping up and down right before my flight. So I took this concept. And if you go to my social media, that is what it's about. It's yeah. all about taking these moments for ourselves throughout the day to get a little bit of movement in. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all I want. So I just want you to start there because you'll soon see that you are a person that's fit and healthy. You are, that's your natural state of being just because you don't go to the gym for two hours, six times a week does not mean you're not fit. And we have all day to do these types of movements. And heck, you start doing a yoga flow once a day before bed, pretty soon you're going to be able to tell people I do yoga. Like literally you could say that because you actually do something every single day, right? So it's taking a simple concept and applying it to the general population. That's awesome. And I can see from what you've said, a routine would be really important and helpful with that. Um, People are, you know, routines can be scary words for people too. Um, But, you know, how, how might someone kind of make that routine happen every day, just to kind of get, you know, step by step, little by little, um, you know, doing yoga before bed every night. That's a great goal, but it can be intimidating at first. Yeah. So it's, I like to say it's about, we're, we're developing the skill of habit. So it's mm-hmm. like practicing a language or developing a skill, learning how to cook, right? Learn how to be someone who every single day thinks about their body and thinks that, um, you know, I should get, I start, it's, start, it's time to move. You know, I've been seated a while. I'm going to, I'm going to move a little bit. So I just want you to start to develop the, this, this awareness. So a lot of my content is about, you know, you catch yourself slouching, right? We all do it throughout the day. I mean, we work at desks, we look at phones. Uh, when you, whenever you catch yourself slouching, instead of feeling bad about it or like, ah, I gotta like fix it and sit up straight. Like maybe your grandma slapped <laughs> you on the neck, right? Growing up manners, manners, you know, proper, be stiff, be rigid, always sit up straight. I say, use that moment to simply gift yourself a little bit of relief, do a quick little stretch, do a little posture reset. And just a little bit of relief will give you some good feelings. And when you get some good feelings, that gives you a little bit of momentum. And when you're in momentum, you 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 want to do the same thing again, right? That's how you stack the habit day after day. It felt good. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. 
And you start to develop into the type of person who is like, man, I haven't fixed my posture in the last hour. I don't feel too good. And now you feel compelled to want to do it more because you remember what you feel like without it. And now you know what you feel like with it, right? So it's so simple and it's so applicable and anyone at any stage of the journey can do these types of things, no matter where you're at, even in your bed laying down, maybe you can't walk, you can still do some of Coach Eli's posture fixes on my page, right? Anyone Mm -hmm. can do it. So I say, gift yourself a little bit of relief because when you give yourself that relief, you feel like you're back in the driver's seat of your life again. And just repeat that every single day, right? The simple things added up daily, whether that be five minutes before you sit down at the desk in the morning to do something for your spine, whether that be 30 seconds of movement three times per day at the desk, whether that be one yoga flow before bed every single night, because little things add up. The body responds to, to the positions that you put it in daily. Okay. The reason why you're slouched over all the time is because you're doing that most of your day. So simply mm-hmm. stop, become aware, do something different, and then return to work. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better how you want to look. You're going to perform better at work. Uh, and you're going to start developing that skill of habit. And it all starts with awareness. Yeah. I like what you said about, you know, just you start to notice the changes once you're used to that because you're so used to a certain way when you start introducing that change, that new habit. I noticed with certain yoga flows for, you know, back, neck area, especially, or lower back, you do notice when you haven't done that for a while, it's like, ooh. (laughs) So I can definitely see that continuing to build on those, you know, that foundation you said, you know, just a little bit at a time. I love that you're saying fit a little bit into your day, start by thinking about it, and then maybe just do one thing or walk before you sit down. But in a perfect world, in an eight hour day, what would you or or if there were four things that we could do throughout the day, what would you recommend they be like as a long term goal? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll take a like a, a standard client, like example, like one of my recent clients, maybe Mark, who works nine to five seated, right? And he's in chronic back pain and uh, hasn't done any type of fitness or health stuff for years, right? And he wants to get back in the swing of things. He's feeling inspired and motivated to do that uh, to a degree, right? And so, you know, in an ideal world, I have, you know, someone like that, you know, move your spine because the spine, ooh, mm-hmm. so important, so important, <laughs> so important, okay? You know, the, the nervous system, our emotions, our health, like, oh man, spine. So if you can move your spine just in every direction, you know, before you sit down at the desk, it might sound like a lot, but it takes a few minutes actually twist, bend, uh, extend, look to the left, look to the right, right side bend, just these mm-hmm. simple movements. If you can start moving and grooving your spine in every direction before you sit down, take five minutes, you're actually gonna feel a little sore tomorrow if you haven't done it in a while. And <laughs> that, is, that is so, so uh, important, uh, especially if you're working long hours, um, mm-hmm. not even seated, but doing anything, uh, working long hours, right? So move your spine every single day in every direction and not just the spine, but your joints in general. So can you do spine in the morning, midday, a little bit of hips, right? Hold a lunge position. Very, 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 very important. Um, You know, bend your knees, 
right? Bend your waist. So it's just these foundational movements that all human beings at one point would ask their body to do every single day. Like if you're gardening, you would be bending over, but now we're always at an elevated surface on desk. So we rarely bend over. Okay. Mm -hmm. So move your spine twist and bend, you know, uh, move your knees, right? So these things can take five minutes here, a few minutes here, a few minutes in the evening. And, you know, in ideal world, you take a 15 minute strength uh, workout perhaps in the evening, you know, if you can do some of your pushing, right. You can do some of your overhead, getting your arms up overhead, hanging from a bar. If you can work your way towards that, put a bar in the doorway. I get my clients do that hanging. So amazing for our body. So amazing for our shoulders, right. And our posture do that for once every day. Uh, like that's it. Just hold as long as you can and get off. If you can't hang, keep your feet on the ground. I just want you to get your arms up overhead. Okay, that's it. All right. So hang in the evening before bed. Uh, do a yoga flow before bed and then move your spine in the morning and move your hips in the middle of the day. And all in all, it could take you less than 20 minutes on the day, but that's going to save you so much long term. Right. So mm-hmm. So many different ways we can put it, but you know, with a simple plan like that, you're going to get to where you want to be. And that's the type of um, uh, things that I'm helping people with uh, every single day. Really, that's why they're coming to me. It's just these simple things they can start adding in to make them feel better, get out of pain and get to ba- get back to where they want to be uh, in their body. One of the best things about this podcast for us is all the amazing and insightful people we've met. Throughout each of our series, we've seen many common threads. That's why we created the Health It's Personal Inspiration Line to celebrate our unique perspectives and let others around us know that we get it too. We teamed up with artist Cloud Ramkey to help bring these common threads to life. We've all dealt with challenges in our lives that make us stronger. Hence, our new favorite saying, thanks for the trauma. We make sure to remind our listeners and friends that you're not alone and that it's always a judgment-free zone because that's where the best conversations start. Our designs are on t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, water bottles, coffee mugs, stickers, and so much more. These are great gifts for friends, loved ones, educators, caretakers, and advocates to help show your people that you care about their health and well-being. Head over to bonfire.com slash thehippodcast, our website, or our show notes for links to the merchandise, and stay tuned for future inspirational designs and messages too. Would you have any advice for folks who might have a disability or chronic illness um, and have might, might be starting their journeys back into movement it, you know, within their means? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you just start learning your body, see where you can take it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you have a chronic um, issue, like bend your elbow as far as you can. And then, you know, like I said, if you start to feel pain or you start to feel like it's too much, just bring it back. Okay. So start to learn what can I handle? What can't I handle right now? And wherever you're at is perfect. Okay. For the moment. Okay. And then you just stay consistent to that every single day, do a little bit there, a little bit there. Right. And don't, um, and just be careful with your, the words you use, you know, clients will say like, they'll talk about their condition and you know, they'll keep labeling themselves as this condition or this thing. And look, you're, you're human at the end of the day. Okay. You're not a number. You're not your label. You're not your diagnosis. Okay. I want you to define that, defy that. Okay. Be the person who defies it and be the person who realizes that, uh, wherever I'm at, I can make adjustments and wherever I'm at, I can take steps today to choose who I want to become, 
Okay. So knowing that I'm the actions I take today will have a direct effect on tomorrow and the next day. Okay. Um, it is key. So wherever you're at, okay. The, the prescription stays the same. The movement is the medicine. Okay. And so you can, like I said, if you have to lay down, okay, I want you to flex your, your quads or bend your ankles, right. You know, twist your ankles in circles, wherever we're at. Okay. You can start and you're going to start to feel better. Uh, movement will really help heal uh, the entire body. I think sometimes what gets in our minds is like comparing ourselves. So, I mean, we've all compared ourselves to other people, surely, um, but I think sometimes it's to uh, like an, uh, the old version of ourselves. So our pre-disabled bodies or our younger bodies. And so what you're saying is it's okay if you can barely bend your knee right now. But we look at that as like a failure. And so that's where the inconsistency in our routines comes in. Um, at least that is that's the way it is for me. So um, I appreciate what you're saying about just start where you are and do a little bit better each day. And social media doesn't help with all that either, <laughs> with the comparing. <laughs> Although, as we've seen with Coach Eli, you can make a positive impact there as well. So <laughs> we need more of that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's what we want to create. And it's a safe space over on my page to come mm -hmm. over, watch our lives, watch my lives, do movement with me. You know, wherever you're at, I'll show you where you can start. My client Tracy just finished her first uh, phase program with me. And our first phase program is called uh, Restore. And it's all about restoring our mobility and our strength. And her main goal was to um, get off of her pain medications. And 16 weeks later, she's she's completely off of them. Is her knee pain still there? Yeah. But the point is, she is completely off the pain meds. Before, that would be just impossible for her. Mm -hmm. um, and she couldn't bend her elbow really much past 90 and now she's hanging from a bar and the, the elbow is not fully straightened, but man, she can hang from a bar now. So in her own words, she was like, and she, you know, she's in her sixties, you know, she told me like, Eli, things are not looking good for me, like just 16 weeks ago. And I'm just, like, just shocked with the results. And, you know, and when you start to see the results, it gives you that motivation in, in her own words to, to want to continue. Um, and so I tell people that if you really start today with these simple movements, you're going to feel some relief and that's going to give you that momentum and motivation to keep going. So Tracy in her sixties was on these pain meds and she's just taking these, these steps and she understands it's a journey. I told her, like, you know, this is going to be a journey, right? Like you can develop a habit. Sure. You know, anyone can get you to develop a habit in four months if you really stick to it, but we're after more than a habit. Okay. Because I've helped people develop habits, but in the, in, in 10 months, they're, they're back at square one. Okay. So this is why I have three phases to my coaching phase one. We can develop habits. Yes. But phase two, let's start to like change our lifestyle. Right. So we have to keep going. So that's all the way into month 12. Right. And then I want you to stay with me for two to three years, because at that two year mark, Tracy, we're going to start to really shift who you are as a person. We want identity transformation because when you shift who you are as a person, uh, you're not, you're not going to revert. You're not going to go back to your old, old version of yourself. And that's what we want. Um, but that's the thing with the fitness and diet culture. It's all about fast instant gratification, mm -hmm. super cookie cutter, restrictive style things. Let's beat your body into the ground. Right. And people just end right back at square one or Perhaps they feel intimidated, like you're just mentioning to me about returning to trying to do some type of stretching or movement because your past attempts, you were a failure or your past attempts, 
led you right back to square one. Well, what's the point? I'm in a yo-yo cycle, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say from day one, I'm getting Tracy started with something that is sustainable, something that can fit just easily into her schedule and something that will help get her to where she wants to be. Okay. And that's simple movement and simple strength workouts as well. And simple um, eating 80% whole delicious food. That's all we had her do hydrate every day and you know, and, and she's, she's getting great results. So, uh, super, super happy for her. Oh, you must be so happy about that too, because that's your life's work. That's making real changes in other people's lives. That's so cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I loved hearing that success story because, you know, usually what we typically see in media is you know, the big, huge transformations that are so epic and, you know, but I love hearing stories like that because that's real. That feels that that feels real. You know, <laughs> I think that's the easiest way to say it. But I was curious if you had any tips for just having these types of conversations with others just to kind of, you know, help others in our lives who might be hesitant to kind of get into this movement stuff every day. Um, you know, just. Yeah. Yeah. I lead family. My- <laughs> <laughs> I love the question. I thank you. I lead my life with uh, humor, with joy, uh, mm-hmm. with um, maybe a little peculiar and strange, but that's kind of me. Uh, so I say, let's have some fun, right? Maybe you're in a setting with your family and, uh, you say, Hey, I have this cool little thing. Can you get on the, can you get on the ground and get up without using your hands? They're like, no, let me try it. And you know, they, they do it. Maybe they can't do it or maybe they can, you guys start laughing about it because they fell over. They're having a good time. Right. <laughs> so why don't you, so you can start challenging people to these little cool feats, right? Uh, hey, how long can you balance on one leg? Or invest in a little pull-up bar for the doorway, and you know you, you have your 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 husband come around and say, "Hey, can you do this? Try it out." And they're like, "Oh my god, I didn't realize how out of shape I was." Right? So we <laughs> go so long without doing any type of uh, these types of movements and or pushing our body to any type of extent that just these little new like, "Oh my god, wow, I can't even I can't hang from that bar." Oh god, I can't get up off the ground without hands. Okay, you don't feel shame or or judged mm-hmm. about it, no, but you feel like. Uh, you know, you feel like if you, if you lead with joy and humor, you feel like, oh, hey, I'm up for the challenge. Let's do this. Right. So yeah, that, uh, that's I, yeah, that's how I like to lead, you know, you know, and that's how you can start to have these conversations with people uh, about it and, and talk to them about how I was talking about it. Like, hey, when's the last time you squatted or when's the last time you got on the ground? Right. Like when's the last time you twisted, you know, look behind you, like, like, like this is so such basic things. <laughs> We're like, huh, I don't know. And but some people be like, I don't care. Why should I do that? Well, I'll be like, well, you know, how are you, how are you actually feeling? You know, how's your body feel? Well, you, someone will probably tell you I have back pain. You know, I do have neck pain because most people have some type of aches and pain nowadays. Mm-hmm. So uh, I say bring that new awareness to them by asking them to, ha- to have some fun with you by trying out a little challenge. So I say try to get down on the ground. Uh, so sit on the ground cross-legged, you know, if that's available to you. And then try to get up without using your hands. My mom is super competitive and sometimes she can't do that. She's like, dang it, Eli, I'm going to keep trying, right? So, <laughs> you know, some of these things are very fun and cool and 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 people love it. You know, as kids, we like to move. We like to dance, you know? Mm-hmm. So naturally most people like to move, you know, they just haven't done it in a while. So you tell them to like, let's try something together. Let's have some fun and, uh, you know, see, see where it goes from there. One thing that we love about the podcast is we, we get the benefit of taking this wisdom and kind of, uh, incorporating it into our own lives. And we're so thankful for the impact that you've had on us today. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, it means so much. And, uh, and I hope the viewers can just, you know, take a little bit of what I said. And like I said, implement it. Can you 
you get a little, can you install a little pull-up bar? You know, just get your arms up overhead once a day, you know, or can you get on the ground, lie down on the ground and get back up twice a week, right? Can you do one little flow before bed? You know what I'm saying? So I want you to walk away with this conversation, taking, try to take a little bit of action from it. I encourage you, you know, simply squat down on the ground, get back up and repeat that all week. See how you feel. Okay. So take one micro action and focus on the day, one day at a time. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Health It's Personal. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts for bonus episodes and new releases every Wednesday. Please listen, subscribe, engage, and send us topics we can explore that would help you on your journey. Because health, it's personal.